Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God will provide the same amount of support all around the world by sharing the word of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Uplifting and supporting all humanity with Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we provide charitable works to those in need. Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God also provides educational classes. We will provide classes in religion, science, healthcare, dentistry, nutritional guidance, self-sustainability, self-efficiency, and financial literacy. With many other classes that will help spread our message of love to all humanity. We build and provide homes and transportation while making sure all members of Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God will have access to basic necessary living needs such as food, drinking water, shelter, and proper health care. We also have a great focus on influencing our members to be creative and innovative in all fields such as music, performing arts, scientific discoveries. We at Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God will always execute a well thought out and God-led plan to make sure the world is a much better place. With your financial support, we at Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God can continue providing opportunities to the children of God. Thank you and enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. We are live. Thank you for joining us at Moment of Truth. I'm your host, Bishop Talbert. Today is Wednesday, November 27th, and we are we are very grateful for this opportunity that you took time out of your busy schedules to listen to us. I do want to just take time and let everyone know that we are continuing moving forward with our plans to build our 200 home communities, not only here in Cuyahoga County, but we are looking to do the same thing all around the world for persecuted Christians. In my message today, I have a lot of information on persecuted Christians around the world, a lot of statistics, something that I found rather interesting that I would um, like to share with you. Um, but also today, we, um, we're just getting ready for the holidays. I know many of you are, and we're just excited for this holiday season that is upon us. Um, the information about the persecuted Christians, it comes from Open Doors USA, which is also a 501c3 nonprofit organization. They do a lot of work and a lot of research with persecuted Christians all around the world. We will have information posted on the link on the podcast about the Open Doors USA. As always, at the end of, towards the end of the show, we will have our final truths. Um, this final truth right here was a was a little bit more personal. Um, it's about my my personal testimony. It kind of brought me to tears thinking about what the Lord has 
brought me through and I just want to share it with you all. That is something that I pride myself on, not being standard and your regular and normal and kind of sugarcoating everything, just speaking the truth and letting everyone know exactly who we are and what we stand for with Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God. I know last week I didn't get a chance to take any phone calls. I apologize for that. At times I can get a little long-winded and the time kind of just slips away from me. But this week um, the phone lines are open. Now if you want to share your testimony with us or you are seeking prayer. The phone number is 888-677-9673. So, yeah, I would definitely try my best to get a phone call in or two. You can give us a call now and and jump on board and you know, just share your, like I said, share your testimony. We would love to hear from you. Or if you're dealing with some things, you want to share ask for a prayer, I would be glad to accommodate you because I do love coming, speaking with you every week. It's really it's really a great opportunity. It's not something that I take for granted. You know, I really try hard, try to prepare with a great message, some great information, some things that um that you will find interesting. Now, when I became an ordained bishop, it was a calling from Christ to help others. So that is my my main objective for for coming to you with the show. We are looking to build the 200 homes. Um, if you would like to participate, we're asking you to pledge right now by visiting our website. Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God.org. That is spelled Q N I B E E Farms. Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God.org. But the first thing I want to start with this evening is um, just a tradition of uh, Thanksgiving. I know it's not anything original to my family, but you usually enjoy a great meal, spending time with your family, and at the end of all that is, is, of course, football. Now, the NFL um, is is very great. You know, I really enjoy it. There's a lot of people that, that watch it every day. It seems like they're shattering records every single week with, with games. Um, tomorrow, there are going to be a couple games. I'm Since I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, unfortunately, I was brought up that way by my late father, they never play on Thanksgiving, so, you know, I tend to just kind of enjoy no rooting interest on on who plays, just really just really enjoying enjoying the game. But some things that have um kind of got me thinking differently about the NFL and it seems like they are shifting in their beliefs. Their belief system has kind of become more than just the innocent game that we're all used to, starting with the whole Colin Kaepernick situation that just does not seem to go away. 
Um, there was another incident with the with the football player, Mr. Miles Garrett. I'm not sure if you all know about the entire situation, and I don't have time to go over everything that has happened with him. But briefly, he got into a fight with an opposing player on the field. Um, it was a very ugly incident. But Mr. Miles Garrett, he came out and said that the player used a racial slur, which got him upset, and he lashed out. But I do want to make it clear that you should never give someone the power to control your emotions. The Bible tells us this in Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. Set your mind on things above and not the things that are on earth. But as many as all of us are, Mr. Miles Garrett, he is an imperfect human and he made a mistake. But here lies my issue with the entire situation. The NFL suspended Mr. Miles Garrett indefinitely for his actions, even after he explained to him the situation which caused it to escalate was the player that called him possibly the N-word, and the NFL turned, turned a blind eye to the situation. Now you have that, and you also have Colin Kaepernick protesting and being essentially kicked out of the league. Some would say because he's a black man and he, and he spoke up. So these events that are linked together are quite disturbing, and it's becoming a pattern. Now I hope I'm wrong about the situation, but I pray that the NFL does the right thing to correct their wrongs. Now, that's, that was just something that, that was on my mind that I have been thinking about, and I had to bring it to you all this evening, bring it to your attention. I'm not really sure if you all have been keeping up with it, but I try to, I try to stay focused on a lot of things that's, that's going on right now, a lot of current situations, and not just solely focus on reading from the Bible. But in reality, nothing that's done right now is really unique. You can always trace it back to the origins in the Bible when things happened before us. And it would be a guide for us to move forward and how to act correctly and accordingly. Now, as far as the persecuted Christians, um, like I said, I got some notes from and statistics from Open Doors USA. And I found it said in in just the last year, there have been over 245 million Christians living in places where they experience high levels of persecution. 245 million. There have been 4,305 Christians killed for their faith. There have been 1,847 Christian buildings that are attacked, places of worship where they can't even go and worship Jesus Christ without getting some repercussion. Now, there have been another 3,150 believers detained without a proper trial. They're just arrested, sentenced, and imprisoned. 
Now, these are horrible statistics. Something else that I found quite disturbing on persecution. Well, one of the main reasons that people, Christians, are persecuted is because the authoritarian governments who view Christianity as a threat to their power. In countries like North Korea, authoritarian governments seek control on all religious thought and expression as part of a comprehensive plan to tightly oversee all aspects of political and everyday life. These governments regard some religious groups as enemies of the state because they hold religious beliefs that may challenge the loyalty to their rulers. The second thing, the second reason that people are being persecuted is suspicion of anything outside the majority of cultural faith. In some places, there is a great hostility towards non-traditional and minority religious groups viewed as foreign or non-native to the culture. For example, in Niger, which is in Africa, more than 98% of the population is Muslim. And hostility comes from the society, more from the, more from the society than from the government. In India, Hindu nationalists claim to be Indian is to be Hindu. So non-Hinduist religious minorities like Christians are targeted for abuse. In these places, to be Christian is to claim it an identity other than the one claimed by the dominant culture, and that is often powerfully opposed. The third reason that Christians are persecuted in some areas of the world, there are radicalized extremist groups who wage war against anyone who doesn't adhere to specific interpretation of religion. For instance, in places like the Middle East and Nigeria, extremist Islamic extremist groups terrorize communities and churches, killing those they consider to be infidels. Also, raping and kidnapping women and burning down homes and churches. Their, their victims can be fellow adherents of religion. For instance, the Boko Haram attacks Muslims in Nigeria, but they always target Christians out of hatred for other faiths. Now, the fourth reason that I saw which Christians are persecuted around the world is official and cultural domination of a single religion. Around the world, there are many places that have official laws installed to tightly control or even discourage Christians from openly practicing their faith. All in the name of service to a dominant religion. In places like Saudi Arabia, Islam is such a dominant religion that they try to worship Jesus openly can be unheard of especially outside of the prescribed and restrictive settings. In places like Pakistan, the laws are guided by Islamic law, which means Christians 
If a Christian is accused of blasphemy, they can be sentenced to death. Christians in Iran are only allowed to worship in churches that don't speak the language of everyday Iranians. And in places like Malaysia, there are restrictive rules about conversation from Islam to certain ethnic groups. Now, these are these are all terrible, terrible things that we can't even our fellow brothers and sisters around the world cannot even worship Jesus Christ as they want, as we're allowed to here in America. We tend to take these things for granted. There's a church on every corner. You can turn on the radio and listen to shows like mine, like us here at Moment of Truth. But over there, you can actually lose your life for even enjoying a message from Jesus Christ. Now, something else I found, the shocking reality of persecution against women. In 2019, the World Watch List reporting period, there were shocking details about the persecution experienced by Christian women. In many places, they experienced double persecution, one for being a Christian and one for being a woman. Even in the most restricted circumstances, gender-specific persecution is a key means of destroying the minority Christian community. This kind of persecution is difficult to assess because it is complex, violent, and hidden. In many cultures where women are specifically targeted, it is difficult, if not impossible, to report accurate numbers. Now, these, these are numbers and statistics. Like I said, we're going to post them. If you listen to the podcast, um, you can check it out on Tune in. You can check it out on on various other places. Wherever wherever you get your podcast, at, we're going to have the notes as well as the website. But I want you all to think about that. Think about how hard it would be. Now we take it for granted. There's so many people out there that just go to church on on Sunday, um, Easter Sunday, that that only go to church on Christmas to try to keep up appearances, but there are people that are dying that wish they were in a position that we are in, that we can worship freely. Now, I just want you to think about that. And remember, we are looking for your pledge right now. Get on a computer and visit our website, queenbeefarmsassemblyofgod.org. And we can, with your support, with your pledge, we can help build communities, safe communities around the world so people can honor our Heavenly Father freely. I'm going to take a quick break and I'm going to come back with the final truths. Thank you. Mr. Talbert here. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to Moment of Truth presented by Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God. I want to take a brief moment to speak about a story of a young woman who deals with serious issues in her life. Everything from prostitution, low self-esteem, the addiction of crack cocaine, and even a horrendous relationship with her mother. She eventually goes to prison and it seems like her life will be another young urban life loss to the justice system. 
At her lowest point, she begs Christ for a reason to believe, and he shows her favor. The name of this story is Misguided Mary. It is a book I co-wrote along with my beautiful and talented wife, the one and only Queen Bee. You can pick up your copy today on Amazon. Once again, it's called Misguided Mary, and I guarantee you'll love it. All right, we are back. And if you get a chance, go ahead and check out our book. It was um, co-written by myself along with my wife. It's a beautiful story of a young lady who overcomes trials and tribulations in her life. Um, it's, Christmas is coming up. It would be an excellent present to get someone that's going through something or someone who has been through something. It's a wonderful story. Miss Guy to Mary, pick it up on Amazon right now. Thank you for listening to my daddy. It's time for a final truth. But our final truth today comes from James chapter 2, verse 14 through 17. And it reads, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food, if one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Now, my personal testimony, eight years ago, Right before my beautiful and talented wife, the one and only Queen Bee, and I began this journey to establishing Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God, I was very excited about the message that I received from Christ um, in dreams and, and just praying that I received from him, that I confided in a few of my closest friends and associates about the journey which we, we would be starting but I was shocked to hear their responses. Someone told me, you should wait. But I was really confused since I had always been a type of quote unquote real one to never hate or discourage anyone from going after something that their heart desired. Now you see listeners, a moment of truth, just because you hear a message from our heavenly father and you get the feeling all good and confident that does not mean the mission is complete. In fact, it is just beginning. We must continually work at our goal, but you will never know what it takes to get to the finish line. But I guarantee if you stay focused and in constant contact with Jesus, he will guide your path one step at a time. But I had to realize this. It has not been easy for me by no stretch of the imagination. There have been a lot of sleepless nights living in my car, taking baths at truck stops, eating at soup kitchens. But it was all part of my it was all a part of my path. See, Jesus taught me discipline and he humbled me to the point where I had no other way. I had no one else to turn to. I had no one to talk to for advice, and all I could do was get on my knees and pray. But you see, I'm not bitter about the situation. 
I've been through, but in fact, it transformed me into the biggest hustler in Cleveland, and I owe it all to King Jesus. So remember this, when you hear a message and path and Christ lays out a path for you, remember your journey has just begun. Just stay focused and diligent. Like I said before, our message today was about the persecution of our brothers and sisters around the world. And I want to take I want to take a minute and remind everyone that we at Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God, we are we are looking to begin construction here here in Cuyahoga County soon with the 200 homes state of the art community which will have outdoor activities unlike homes and communities, public housing, stuff now that's already in place, how you're just all blocked together like you're in prison. But we're going to have outdoor facilities for gardening and for exercise. It will also be very affordable for everyone. It will be drug and gang activity free. But we cannot do this without your pledge. I want you to go to our website, queenbeefarmsassemblyofgod.org, right now and join us. Pledge to make this possible for others around the world. Maybe not yourself or maybe not someone that you know directly, but if you love Jesus Christ, you would do this out of the love for him. We also have, we also have information on our site about becoming a member of Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God. It's really easy. Uh, if you have a church home, which is great, we encourage you to stay at your current church home, but it is an opportunity for you to be a part of something, to have that extra security. You will have people that actually want to see you do good things. Go to our website and please pledge now. I just want to thank everyone for joining us this evening. It has really been a great, great opportunity. And I really look forward to having you all check out the website. Um, you can also check out our Facebook page right now at Queen Bee Farms Assembly of God on Facebook. But I thank you all, everyone, for listening, and God bless. The preceding program is sponsored by Quimby Farms Assembly of God. The abortion industry has a new dangerous business model and is openly marketing a do-it-yourself abortion chemical kit for $50.